Welcome back to BTW, Mount Tzvila Workshop, here at the Database with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg, where today we are going to be learning some Zohar. That's right, as promised, we will be looking at the one piece of Zohar that all Klaistral has the minhag of reading, and we, with our minhag, read it at least four times weekly, and that is the paragraph of Berich Shemei, literally, which means blessed is the name. Of course, it's in Aramaic which is, again, taken right out of the Zohar, from Parshas Vayakel, and it's Resh Vav Aleph. So 206a in the Zohar in Vayakel. So maybe you feel like, oh, hey, he faked us out because he said we're going to do Zohar, and we're just going to do Baruch Shemei, which, you know, we say it all the time, and I thought he was going to teach us some cool Kabbalistic ideas. Well, the truth is, um, whether or not you feel that I've faked you out, I, I'm not so bothered by that. Um, but I would say that most of us probably read this paragraph, even if we get to all of the hard Aramaic words. Let's say we pronounce them all correctly, but do we actually know what the paragraph means? If we say it so many times a week, right, every time we take out the Torah, again, which is our midhug, and um, if you look at some of the sources, it's not even so clear that Berch Shemei was originally designated to be said at every single Kriyasa Torah, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But why exactly does this paragraph exist in our liturgy? Right? The, the Zohar wrote it for whatever reason he wrote it, but why do we recite it? What do the words even mean? So for this Baal workshop, the goal, similar to our Tachanun workshop, is just to understand what the basic meaning of the words is. And we'll do that after we thank our sponsors, first, Anonymous Lili Nishmas, Shmuel Menachem ben Leib, and Leib Bas Avraham, whose Neshamos should have an Aliyah. And we have from Yona and Chani Laster, the second time sponsorship. Thank you so much. Anyone else who wants to sponsor, just reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Okay, so again, why exactly do we have this, this paragraph of Berich Shemei? All right, so um, again, we said that comes from the Zohar, and that's basically what most people can tell you about it. And yeah, giving it the shout out this week because this week Bez Hashem will be Lagba Omer. But in all seriousness, what exactly is the paragraph about? So the basic understanding, which you can always um, get from Art Scroll. Um, I'll just read it right out of Art Scroll. It says, The Zohar declares that when the congregation prepares to read from the Torah, the heavenly gates of mercy are opened, and God's love for Israel is aroused. Therefore, it is an auspicious occasion for the recital of this prayer, which asks for God's compassion, pleads that he displays salvation in the rebuilt holy temple, declares our faith in him and his Torah, and asks that he make us receptive to its wisdom. So, if you were able to understand that, great. If not, um, I'll say it in even simpler words. But apparently, the taking out the Torah um, is, is an Esrat son for tefillah, which is why you'll actually recall, maybe, in your minion, in the, let's say it's Yom Tov, so you'll hear the words, um, before Brich Shemei, Vani Sifilah Hashem that I'm, I'm, I'm praying to Hashem at this time, which is an Esrat son. This line also appears in Mincha every single Shabbos, 
right, before they take out the Torah, of course. Um, said this line in Tehillim, right? This comes up in Tehillim Samach Tes, 6914. And the Mishnah Bura actually talks about the significance of this line in Mincha, and, uh, and maybe we'll come back to that in a little bit. But we have a, a lot of tefillos that are said, especially on Yom Tov, but not just on Yom Tov. You know, whenever we take out the Torah, whether you're saying, uh, um, whether you're saying the Avharachamim and Vayib and Soa, or on a regular weekday, we have Kel Erechapayim. So there, 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 there are a lot of tefillos that are put into this part of davening. And why? You know, we, we, we already did the tefillah part. The tefillah part was when we were doing Shemona Esrei. Like, why are we putting things, you know, sticking tefillos in before we take out the Torah? And the answer is, apparently, the, the taking out of the Torah is an Esratzen for tefillah. And which um, maybe is the basis or part of the basis for the Minog and Segula of a person whose wife is in the ninth month of pregnancy to, for them to, to get psicha, um, to open up the aron at that point. There might be other layers of significance to it. But okay, so we, again, it's an Esra son of tefillah. Now what's so special about taking out of the Torah? I guess the answer is, if we're about to listen to Hashem's voice speaking through the Torah, perhaps the Indian is that we are, since we are acknowledging the importance of Hashem's speech, that we're about to listen to him, so maybe well, that's a good time to say, Hashem, hey, could you listen to us? So that, that you know, the, the, this is all possible. Okay, now in terms of, um, you know, the, the minhag of, of reciting Baruch Shemei, so I found a really nice article that summarized everything very nicely. Um, and this article was written by Rabbi Ari Enkin. I don't really know who he is. I found this. Um, in, uh, on a website called Torah Musings, and I made sure to look up the sources that I that I thought were relevant, just to confirm that they were all true. But the uh, the in terms of the minhag of when to say of when to say Baruch Shemay, it's our minhag to say it by every taking out of the Torah. The, there were some opinions out there that maybe it should only be recited on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So that opinion is brought down. I will tell you. That comes up in the Magi and Avram in 282. And there was another opinion out there that it's only, it's only in Mincha on, on, on Shabbos. That's from the Shari Tshuva, 488.2. And it makes you wonder what's so special about Mincha on, on Shabbos. Though if you look at the Mishnah Bura in Reish Tzadi Beis, right? so that's some Orachayim Reish Tzadi Beis, and it is in um, Sif Cotton Bays, in the where, where he talks about Vanis Filasi, which we say um, in in uh, Mincha. So there's basic, it's based on a midrash that David Hamelach was responding and contrasting himself from the uh, the Ovdei Gilulim, the the Ovdei who they 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 drink and they get drunk and they eat. And they and they you know they, they don't you know serve Hashem. So then he says Vanis Filasi, but on the other hand, I even though I eat and drink, right, and this is said right around the time of Shalashudis, so even though we eat and drink and maybe we even do it sometimes excessively, at least on Shabbos, but yet we still dive into Hashem. And apparently, um says in the Mishnah Bura, that so we don't say it on Mincha Yom Tov, because we don't read from the Torah at that point. The Eisratzon is really because of this, uh, because of the reading of the Torah. So apparently, Vanis Filosi, at least that line has significance in connection to eating and drinking, but also in connection to taking out of the Torah. 
That would explain Rani Sefil C. Now, why they would have a Berich Shemei, only at that point, maybe that speaks to the holiness of Berich Shemei and the uniqueness of it. And they say that the, whole, the holiest parts of Shabbos are really towards the end, where you're at Shalashudah's time. It's actually, a, this is a, a well-kept secret, that that's one of the holiest parts of Shabbos. In the meantime, it, this speaks to the, the, um, perhaps the, the significance of of uh, Berich Shemei. Maybe on a separate day, we'll talk about a similar Inya when it comes to um, the Shir HaKavod of Anim Zemiros, which um, also, those many shuls have the minog of saying it every Shabbos. There's some shuls that will only say it, for example, on Yom Tov, or maybe just just on Yom Kippur. So there's something to be said about you know some of these tefillos, which although we have the minog of saying it all the time, and maybe we are used to it already, and we're you know we're, we're desensitized to it and don't think much of it, but really it's a very powerful tefillah. So um, so that we have a similar inyan with regard to berich shemei. So what exactly is berich shemei about? So once again. We mentioned, at least on the art scroll, summarized it really nicely, that it's an stress on for tefillah, so now we are asking Hashem to open heaven's gates, and, we, and we're asking for a lot of different things. We want, we want mercy, compassion, we want to rebuild the base of Migdash, and we declare our faith on Hashem and His Torah, and we want to be receptive to the Torah's wisdom. So if you look at the text of Rish Shemei, a lot of that is what, what, what's really there. So we'll, we'll, we'll go through it line by line. If you have a sitter, just open up to Brich Shemei and you'll see it. Now again, it's an Aramaic, so it's a little bit difficult, but that's why we're doing this. That's why we need to actually learn what the tefillah is about. So here we go. If you're, if you're ever wondering about when you could start learning Zohar, um, you know, no, no better place to start than the paragraph of Zohar that we say multiple times a week. So Brich Shemei de Marei Alema. So blessed is the name of Master of the Universe. Brich Kisrach. Blessed is your crown, the Asrach, and your place. When we talk about the crown of Hashem and the place of Hashem, so obviously these ha- have Kabbalistic meaning, which is why they're hard to understand. But apparently these are some kind of manifestation of of divine um, energy. His crown, his place, whatever that is. Yeheru Asach, it should be, um, may your favor be, so your favor should be with, with Israel forever. And, so, and the salvation of your right hand, you should display to your people in your base Hamikdash. We want Hashem to extend um, of, um, of the goodness of His light. So Nehorach means your light. So we want Hashem, so we're saying, Hashem, extend the goodness of your light. And, and accept our tefillos and rachamin. Okay, so so far we just asked that Hashem's favor should be with us and that we should be able to experience the salvation of His right hand in the Beis HaMikdash and we want His light of goodness to extend to us and He should accept our tefillos. So a lot of it very broad. Okay, we're going to say this line again later. And maybe we'll even sing it if you want. If you really, really want, we'll sing it. May be the will before you. You should extend life for us with goodness. And it should be that I should be counted among the righteous. Okay, so we're asking for, for a lot there, right? We want Hashem to, to make our lives longer with goods. So we want a good, long life, and we want to be counted among the tzaddikim. So 
that's Vila in a vacuum sounds like we're asking for something that's totally not coming to us, right? But I think the answer is no, we're, you know, part of what we're asking, if you, if you, if you make it all the way to the end of the tefillah, we're going to see that we want to be affected by the Torah and its wisdom, right? We already said this from the art scroll summary of Baruch Shemay. So if that's the case, we are not just asking Hashem to give us something we don't deserve, but we're asking that we should have the vessels and the push that, that we should become people who are, who are, deserving of these things we should become our we, we ourselves should become the vessels worthy of these things okay so again uh, so maybe your will that you extend um, a good a long life for us and then we should be counted among the zarikim we should have mercy and protect me mercy on me protect me and all that's mine and all the things that belong to israel fine you're the one who nourishes everything and you sustain everything. You're the one who rules of everything. You rule over kings. And all of kingship is yours. Okay, so this is a classic um, approach to asking Hashem for anything, is to have a shevach that acknowledges, you know, we're not buttering Hashem up, but the shevach is acknowledging that Hashem is the source of all blessing. Right? We start off with Baruch Shemei, which is basically saying Baruch Hashem. Right, that's essentially what the words "berich shemay" mean. Now, I wouldn't, you know, recommend every time you hear hear good news that you say "berich shemay." People will look at you weird, but they'll look at you weirdly, maybe, or they will look at you like you are weird. But that's essentially what we're saying: that Hashem is the source of blessings. Okay, so kingship is His. Fine. Ana avda de kudusha berichu. So there's some who say that you should actually bow at this point slightly, uh, because we are acknowledging, and you, we, you might know the song, I know, I know, I know, that I am a servant of the Holy One, blessed is He. And I prostrate myself before Him, that would make sense why you would bow at this point, and before the glory of His Torah, at all times. Okay, so good, good, good time to think about your subjugation to Hashem at this point. We do not put our, our faith in, in man or our trust in man. Nor do we rely on the angels. Only on the God of heaven. He's the true God. And his Torah is true. And his prophets are true. And who abundantly acts with kindness and with truth. All right, so the word kishot, as you can see, means truth. Right, um, the Gemara in Sanhedrin has a story of the of a place called Kushto, where they only told the truth there. Um, fascinating story in its own right, not for now. But the word um, kishot means is 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 the Aramaic equivalent of of ms. So we're, we're, when we talk about Hashem, we're talking about the true ms lies with Hashem and His Torah and His Nevi'im. Fine. Now we get to the part that we're that we're very familiar with. So what does that mean? So means in him I trust. And to his holy and glorious name, Kadisha and Yakira, Kadisha is holy, Yakira is glorious. I declare praises. Okay, that's fair. And now we the finishing line. May it be the will before you. 
that you open my heart to the Torah, and that you fulfill the wishes of my heart. Okay, so the, the, these two are going together now. We want, the, we, we want our hearts to be open to the Torah, and with that, in that merit, so then um, the, the wishes of our hearts be fulfilled, which obviously, if our hearts are truly taking in what the Torah is, then the wishes of our hearts are going to be things that probably Hashem will be happy to grant us. Yeah? Okay, so... And the heart of all of your people, Israel. So we're saying for good, for life, and for peace. So all in all, everything that Artscroll said about the tefillah is basically true, but it's important for us to see the meaning of the words as we, uh, you know, as, as we're reading it and as we're saying it. Um, it might be beneficial to use an interlinear sitter or a sitter that has the translation, but since the, uh, the, the Aramaic words are really hard to understand and to break through to, um, it, 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 it's, it really pays for us to spend a little bit of time on the tefillah, especially tefillah like this one, especially, you know, when it comes from such an esoteric source like the Zohar, to be able to have a better kabbana when we're saying these words. Certainly, if we're seeing them together in, in the Kehillah, at the very least, the words of Be'an Arachitz through Amen, at least those words, you should be able to know the meaning. But hopefully, you can go back, you can listen to this again, and you just run through the uh, through the paragraph of Berch Shemei to understand the meaning of the words. Or you can, again, do your own homework, open the sitter, and make little marks, jot down on all the notes that are necessary for you to be able to have Kavana in this very powerful tefillah, which is so encompassing. This tefillah, if you think about the tefillah of Berich Shemei, it's really everything in the world that we should be asking for. For, for Chayin, for Shalom, right? for life, for peace, for our exposure and ability to take in, the, the, the openness of our heart to take in Hashem's Torah. Like, like what, what, can, what can be more important? And expressing also the Shevach and our faith Right, our rachitz, which means our faith in Aramaic, in the in the kushta, in the truth of kudsha brichu. You know, you know, you can't you can't really put together a, a better tefillah, um, at least not in Aramaic, but probably not 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 in any language. I guess if you took every word and you translated it to Hebrew, maybe you can get a you can get an equal uh, an equally powerful tefillah. But brich shemei is really about the t- is really the tefillah that we should be asking, and we should be zocha that Hashem should open our hearts to His Torah and grant us. All um, the the mishalos libenu, the wishes of our hearts, which are hopefully influenced and 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 governed, and yearning and leaning in towards the the ratzon Anyway, look forward to davening with you again in the future. Thanks for joining us here at the database.